0: Hello and welcome to the Traffic & Leads Podcast, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Online marketing expert, Lindsay Anderson, known internationally as One Click Lindsay and her dedicated online marketing specialists at trafficandleads.com know that today's growing businesses thrive on targeted website traffic that converts into leads with just one click. Whether your business is struggling right now or your thriving business needs even more fuel for growth, you've to the right place. So sit back and get ready to learn how to grow your business one click at a time. Please welcome your host of the Traffic and Leads podcast, One Click Lindsay.
1: So, welcome to the show today. This is One Click Lindsay. Today, I have a special treat for you. Our guest today is Miss Donna Amos. She loves helping small businesses with marketing programs, web design, consulting, and coaching. She is the owner and CEO of Solopreneur Solutions, who provides small business marketing services and coaching that drive prospects to their front door. Now, Miss Donna is also a published author, and she has been in this space for a very long time. Welcome to the show, Donna. Thanks, Lindsay. I appreciate being on. Yeah, it's very fun to have you. Let me tell everybody a little bit about how we met. So I have made a lot of blog posts and mentioned uh, Triber a lot. So Triber is a platform where you can go out and find a tribe of people who uh, publish similar content as you. And essentially, it's very reciprocity. I will share Donna's posts if she will share mine. So Donna and I have been tribe tribe mates for quite quite a bit. So I see her face all the time. I love her content. I'm constantly sharing it. So when I had this, uh, when I decided to start the Traffic and Leads podcast, Donna was high up on my list because I already considered us friends. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> So Donna, did I miss anything in the intro that you want to cover?
2: No, I think you did excellent. Thank you. Yeah, sure. we sound really good. You are.
1: You know, you know what's up? I see I see your content. I know what you're doing over there. So speaking of content, we decided that that was going to be our topic for the day because you're an excellent content generator and based on our conversation this this morning, you mentioned that you um are always telling your clients to write content. Tell me why. Tell me. Tell me about that.
2: Well, um, you know that content is one of the easiest ways that you don't. You're not spending a lot of money. It's it's time. It takes your time, but not your cash to get people to your website. And to start building a following of people that start, you know, that enjoy what you're writing and then they'll invite other people and it can just be a snowball. that And, and it's great, great for SEO, for search engine optimization. So I think it's one of the smartest things that a business owner can do, especially, um, you know, I work with a lot of startups. For a new business owner, it's the you know one of the fastest ways for them to get recognized in in whatever their space is.
1: That's true. So um, your clients are probably a lot like my clients. When I say content generation, and you probably need to write an article twice a week at least, and maybe a video, I get a lot of groans. Do you do you have that experience <laughs> as well?
2: <laughs> well, of course I do. Yeah.
1: So tell me what you tell your clients because I haven't found the
2: magic words yet. Yeah, there, sometimes there just is no magic words. <laughs> but, you know, I try to give them solutions, easy ways to do it. So, and sometimes it's me holding their hand, meaning that, you know, sometimes you say, I just can't write. I say, okay, then let's do this, you know, an easier way. Record what you want to say in your post. Send me the recording. We'll transcribe it, edit it, and make you sound like a genius.
1: Mm, that's a good idea. What and is your? Do you have any thoughts on like going to Fiverr or Upwork to have someone write your content for you? Do you have an opinion on that?
2: Well, I do. Um, I haven't had as much luck using writers on Fiverr, but I do use a service called Text Broker mm. that um, you can choose what quality of writing you know that you want to pay for. So if you just need something, no, I tell clients, if you are good at editing and, you know, adding to, then get somebody that's like right in the middle and let them write the post and then we can polish it. And do you You have
1: people on staff that will actually
2: polish it? Yes. Wow. I have an editor that is just fabulous. (laughs) That's awesome,
1: yeah, because yeah. writing writing is very important, but it, it can be difficult. You have to have someone you know you have to have someone skilled to do that. not just anyone can go and write something. right. so you' been doing, so you've been doing this a long time. Um, have you always been writing content like for, for your personal small business?
2: You know what? When I first started, blogging was very new. It wasn't something that was done a lot. Matter of fact, my first, what I would consider my first blog was more, was not set up, you know, blogging, this this blogs WordPress was not structured the same way it is now. So yes, I've been doing that since I started. I just didn't know at the time that that's what I was doing.
1: Right. So does it produce? Are you seeing a lot, like, do you get a lot of website traffic from it? Do you get a lot of people saying, oh, I read your blog post. Um,
2: let's have a phone call. Yeah, I do. Um, but it ta- it's, um, there's work involved with it. Yeah, there really so,
1: is. Tell, tell me about that work. Why don't you tell the audience about that work? <laughs> <laughs> you
2: write the content. You put it out there. It's not like if you build it, they will come. No, <laughs> have, it's not. Yeah. You have to let people know it's there. And there are a lot of different ways to do that. Um, you know, Triber is one. Viral Content Buzz um, is another one. Just Retweet is even another one. I use a service called OnlyWire which sends it out to, you know, like 20-some bookmarking sites. Of course, all of our, you know, all of my social media LinkedIn groups are very helpful. And then, you know, I do some paid um, advertising to get traffic to my site as well. Like through Facebook or pay-per-click? I use Facebook. I use um, a service called AdRoll, which I use for retargeting across the web. And I use another service called Outbrain, and Outbrain literally puts my content in front of people on other websites. Wow. So,
1: so out of all of those awesome websites you just gave us, which one's your favorite? Which one could you not live without?
2: Uh, Facebook. Only because the cost is so, no, it's so cheap. It really is. It really is. Like when people say,
1: yeah, I don't want to pay for Facebook. It's like, it's so cheap. You like, you know, it's just, it's a no brainer. <laughs> like stop being cheap. Just pay a
2: little bit. Yeah, I, I. And I tell clients all the time, you know, budget 50 bucks. Yeah. That's nothing, you know, and and that'll start getting your content in front of people's eyes. And then if you use retargeting on Facebook itself, you know, with that, that's even, that costs you practically nothing. And you'll start developing a following just because they'll keep seeing you. You know, you'll keep being in front of them.
1: Yeah. So for those... For those that don't know, why don't you tell, you've brought up retargeting a couple of times in this conversation. Why don't you uh, tell the audience what that is?
2: Okay. So uh, specifically on, well, it doesn't matter. Let's say I'm running an ad on Facebook and that ad is getting clicks. You know, people are clicking through, going to read the content or to subscribe to get the download, whatever the case is. I can then set up a retargeting ad within Facebook or using AdRoll and an ad will appear in front of them about that same content or something that complements that that they would you know would be interested in every time they go onto Facebook. Well, maybe not every time, depending on how long I set it up for. But when they go onto Facebook, my ad will just kind of suddenly show up. I'm sure if if people think about this, they they've had that happen to them on Facebook in their you know stream. And they're mainstream where an ad for a company that they may have looked at that company's website three weeks ago, and that ad is still, you know, starts popping up in front of them. Or they go to another website, and the ad for that company starts popping up for them. I have all the time where one of my clients is a Kuman a uh, franchise owner, and her ads, because I do a lot of work with her site, her ads pop up for me across the internet.
1: Oh, you're constantly seeing your client everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's funny.
2: Which is kind of cool, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're like, I did that. That's
2: awesome. I, I know it's working now. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because, um, and the reason why retargeting works so well is because essentially people need to see your marketing message a certain number of times, 5, 10, 12 before they actually buy or they're not quite ready to make that buying decision so you always want to stick your ad in front of their face
2: for when they are ready to make that buying decision then they're going to buy right exactly you know years ago I've been in marketing for hmm, I won't say how many years oh but just years, say <laughs> years ago <laughs> in the 80s I had a direct marketing company and we did direct mail and then we did telemarketing calls behind that how'd that work well, that was the way that you marketed then. Yeah. You know, th- that's the way you kept your message in front of somebody those eight, 10, 12 times. And today it's just, it's actually easier to do today than it was then. Yeah. Um, with the exception of the fact that you really have to hook them to get their contact information. Because people don't want to give it to people anymore, right? Yeah, because they're just slammed. Mm hmm. You know, so your content has to be stellar for them to or you know you have to really understand what their problem is so that the solution that you're providing is powerful enough for them to say yes here's my email address take it and then keep marketing to me over and over and over and over again.
1: Yeah, that's a very hard sell, right? Yeah, it is. So let's bring it back let's bring it back to content. So you have a new client um and they come in and you're telling them to write content. Do you tell them to write you know obviously they need to stay on topic of their business but Do you help them do keyword research? How often are you telling them to, is it only written content? Are you cool with videos? Tell me what your directions are to your
2: client. Okay, so we absolutely start with keyword research. And you provide that to them? Yes, Um, based on, you know, they have to give me some feedback or some input and then I take what they think and I do the research and sometimes they're right on and sometimes they're not. But through the research, we're able to find out know what are the words that they really should be targeting? Okay, and then I have them create content in various ways, like one of the things you're doing right now, podcasting. Great way to get in front of clients. I have a um, I have a new client that had just rebuilt his web his you know his, his website was being rebuilt. Um, he wants to be well, he is an author, a speaker. You know, he's published um, two books already. He's working on his third. But he didn't really have any audience online. He had not, you know, really done anything. So in preparation for his website, he started writing some blog posts so he would have some content on it right away. He started doing a podcast and he started using Periscope. Ooh. So those, those, just those few things that he started just, he just jumped in and did it. I love clients that take action, jumped in and did it and he was able to build a following as well as get some recognition for some of the influencers in that same space, so that's huge. I mean, you know, I have, um, I think, writing PDF files, you know, creating PDF files. It doesn't have to be a whole bunch of content, but there are several websites where you can submit a PDF file. Um, so that's one way. Videos are. I tell clients all the time, video is the fastest way to get to the top of the search engines. The very fastest, if you do it consistently and often. Yeah, and not
1: only is it SEO friendly, but it also helps with the no like, trust factor
2: more than anything else. Exactly, because people can connect with you when they see that you're a human, you know, and, and they see your personality, and then they start, you know, you're right. They start trusting you faster.
1: Because they see your face. So, okay, so you provide them keyword research, and then you tell them to blog, once a
2: week, once a month. Um, well, a minimum of once a week, preferably two or three times a week. Um, if they're really, if they're really, really, really want to increase their traffic every day. Um, but that's almost impossible for any business owner to do unless that's all you do is right. So at least, you know, minimum once a week. Some clients want to do it once a month. It's, um, you know, <laughs> so that's like. Going out in the woods and screaming and hoping somebody's going to hear you.
1: That's a really, really good analogy. I totally
2: agree. It's all about content these days. It really is. And it's about it being consistent and often. Yes. So
1: what would you say is the number one reason most of like small business, your
2: clients like fail to succeed? Would you say? What's the number one stumbling block they have? Um, not doing consistent marketing it's well actually that's number 2 number 1 is not knowing who their target market is and trying to sell to everyone mm that's a good one and that because their message never really resonates with anybody because they're speaking to everybody you know they haven't narrowed it down once they get their target market narrowed down and they really focus on that market then it's you know it's about consistency then if they're not consistently marketing they're going to go out of business. I see it happen with clients all the time. They get, they start marketing, they do a good job of it. They get some business and because they're busy, they stop marketing. So true.
1: It's so true. And I think even just like personally, we will, we will do that, but you just have to keep pushing ahead and doing it.
2: Yeah. That's why people like you and I have to have some systems in place, automated systems that help us to keep you know, our faces out there, even when we drop the ball. Yeah,
1: it's true, even though we're busy. So how, so back to um, people finding their target market or their niche, what is your recommendations for
2: figuring that out? Well, there's, you know, it's kind of a whole process to go through. And I start them with building personas, you know, their, the profile of their ideal client and to help them to you know, really draw a picture now I want to know everything about this person. Now, tell me what they look like. What do they drink in the morning? Is it coffee or tea? Now, I want them to really dig into who their clients are or their you know their prospective clients, um, and, and create that persona so that they really understand who they're speaking to. And, and through doing that, it helps them to identify the problems. That that audience really has, and that sometimes requires some research. You know, going out there on LinkedIn and talking to the people in groups that are, you know, that you assume are your target market. Going onto forums and doing that same type of thing, and just really getting, you no, know, getting in their heads and understanding um, what it is that they're struggling with. As it relates to your area of expertise. Yeah, that's
1: re- that's really good information. So, Donna, you have done a lot of things. You, I, I saw on the online that you had started a podcast. You've written books. You write a lot of articles. You do a lot of stuff. Out of everything that you have done in the past, what has your, been your favorite online traffic
2: and leads generation tool? I would say. I'm going to I'm going to tell you two. One is Triber. Wow. And the other one is Viral Content Buzz. Tell me about Viral Content Buzz. It's very similar to Triber except that you don't really on Triber we know who each other is. You know, we know who we're we're posting for. On Viral Content Buzz you really don't unless you click through to the website, you know, read about them. It's just content and you get points for sharing that content. And then you can use those points to have your content shared. So, is it free or paid? It is free. They have a paid version, but I have been very successful using the free version.
1: Dang, you know what? I've never heard of that one. I am on my way. In fact, we should end this interview right now so I can go out and check it out.
2: (laughs) I'm kidding. All right.
1: (laughs) So, um, very cool. So, tell me, um, like I said, when I was doing some more research on you, I noticed that you have three books. Tell me about how that's going why you did that and just you know generally tell me about the book thing
2: okay so I started because I would say like a lot of people probably 75 percent of the public I wanted to be a published author and so I started publishing I started it myself you know doing self-publishing uh, and doing so I realized how powerful that could be because it gives you immediate credibility in your prospects eyes and it can be a great traffic generator as well. You no, know, when you have a company as big as Amazon promoting your work, I mean that's basically what they're doing, that is, you know, that is huge. You know, so you can run um promotions on Amazon and Amazon will put your books out in front of their readers through your, you know, your promotion and it doesn't cost you anything. Except for if you do a, you know, you reduce the price of your book or your, but if you're doing Kindle books, it literally costs you nothing.
1: So are all your books Kindle books or are they, can I get a copy of it in my hands?
2: You can do both.
1: Wow. So when did you start writing books?
2: Um, 2009, I believe was the first one.
1: Wow. And do you have another one coming out?
2: I am working on another one. Yes. Are you going to grace us with the title of that book? Nope.
1: (laughs) Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Because I haven't settled on the title (laughs) yet. Okay, very cool. So do you end up like giving your clients a book? How do you gracefully tell your clients, hey, look, I'm a published author? Or is it just on your website? Tell me about that.
2: Well, it's on my website. But when I meet with clients, this is one of the things that I suggest to them is that we should get them published as well. And I tell them that I'm, you know, I am a published author. I can show them my books. Um, I can, you know, hand them a hard copy so they can actually feel it, touch it. And I've helped several clients become published. You now, one, we simply took his blog from a previous year, all of the content, and organized it into categories, in, which end up being you know chapters in the book, and just published, republished all of his content.
1: And how is and does that working well for him? Is he glad he did that?
2: Well, he does um financial planning for elder care for seniors basically and they do a lot of outreach so they go to a lot of, you know, nursing homes and um and other organizations and they use that book as one of the ways to introduce their business.
1: That's awesome. So it's totally working for him. Absolutely. Because he looks totally legit when he walks in. Yes,
2: yes. Without him having to brag about, you know, he doesn't really have to say anything. But, you know, here's something that you might get or one of your, your patients might get, you know, find value in, that kind of thing. So it just becomes kind of a calling card. That's awesome. Um. Wow,
1: that's so much good information. Um. So if if our listeners, they started generating, if they did some appropriate keyword research, which Donna or I could obviously help you with, and they start blogging and content generating very consistently twice a week, what does what their business or their life look like, say, 90 days
2: from now, would you say? Any different? Yeah, I would say that they will have people actually reading their content and you know they wouldn't be writing it for their mother and their cat. Hmm.
1: Well, yeah, depends on how smart your cat is.
2: Well, you know, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes the cat in front of the computer say, like, "Come on, somebody's got to look at my content." Yeah. Very true. Very Spending true. Time. <laughs> so, but you know, if they start doing it consistently and then use some strategies to to get eyeballs on it, then they will see a huge spike in their traffic and traffic. If you also have calls to action, you know in your in your content, um, will generate will start generating conversions for you. You know they'll start opting in, and then you can consistently market to them through your email campaigns, and then you can get them to buy.
1: Very true. That and that's what we preach here on traffic and leads. So you should know exactly what Donna's talking about right now. Um. All right, Donna. Anything else that you can share with our listeners about how to generate traffic and leads for your small business? I
2: do, I would say don't forget to do things like infographics, slide shares. You know, all of those things are content that can help.
1: Um. Where's the best way? What's the best way to to generate a cool infographic? Do you have any tips on that?
2: You know, there's a um a service called. Actually, you can use Canva. Yes. In- is a way to generate. Um, and I love Canva. It has saved my life as far as graphic design is um, is concerned. And then there's another one called instant, instant Infographics presencecom And tell me how that works. Well, they have several templates already built in there. And then you can, you can use one of their templates or you can start from scratch. But all of the elements that you need to add to that Are available there, you know, so you it's almost like copy and paste.
1: That's pretty cool. And how much does that cost? Do you know off the
2: top of your head? Um, if I remember correctly, it was like $40 forever. Wow, it's a one time purchase. Wow, well, you've
1: given us a ton of awesome information, so many links. So, listeners, that'll all be in the show notes because Donna just overloaded us with some amazing, like resources, and information today. Donna, how can my listeners contact you for more information, especially if they are a solopreneur, right? Maybe you want to define that too.
2: Well, a solopreneur is typically, for, for my clients, are typically service providers that they are their business. They might have some assistance, like they might have a virtual assistant, that kind of thing, but they really are their business, and it's um, and it really revolves around them. Um, so a solopreneur or a micro business owner, which is very similar, except they might have one or two employees that, you know, that work with them, um, is really my sweet spot where I you know, can help because they have so much on their plates already. That's so I can a- help relieve some of the strain. Love it. And how can we contact you? Um, you can reach me at my website, which is solopreneursllc.com. Or anybody can pick up the phone and call me, 513-256-1792. And there's a contact form on the website if they want to send me an email. Um, Or it's real easy, Donna at com. Or join our tribe. I'll let you in. There you go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Donna. Well, thank you so much for the information today. Uh, We'll see you online. Thanks, Lindsay.
0: You've been listening to the Traffic and Leads podcast featuring online marketing expert, OneClickLindsay. Tune in each week to experience Lindsay's unique gift for helping entrepreneurs and small business owners accelerate the growth of their business by strategically getting them more traffic and powerful leads. To make sure you don't miss a single business building show, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes and OneClickLindsay.com. If you know someone who would benefit from more Traffic and Leads, Please tell them about the Traffic and Leads podcast. And finally, to learn more about working with Lindsay and her dedicated team of marketing experts, please visit OneClickLindsay.com. Now go and implement what you've learned, and we'll see you next week for another episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. And remember, the solution to your slow growth is just one click away.